Hello friends, family, members and supporters of the Christian Heritage Party. I'm here in the home of a great friend of mine, Mr. Joe Boonstra in uh, Telpa, BC. And this is a special time of year, Remembrance Day, as we remember those who sacrificed to make the world a better place and to protect the lives and freedom of others. And so, Joe, uh, it's a great pleasure to be in your home. Thank you for having me here today. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I asked Joe if he would recount for our audience some of the many stories that he's told me over the years. Uh, he was a young man, a boy, really, in uh, Holland when the war broke out, when Holland was invaded, and uh, underground went into action, and, and uh, all the suffering that his, he and his family went through in an effort to preserve and protect the lives of others. So, uh, Joe, how old were you when the war broke out? Eleven. Eleven years old. And uh, you had brothers and sisters at that, that time? Oh, yeah. And I had uh, one sister older than me, and one, two, three brothers younger, and a sister younger than me. Yeah. I've, I've just read this fantastic book uh, written by Joe's father, Jan Boonstra, um, called Tell the Next Generation. And so he's left a legacy for for his children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And really, I've read it a couple of times. It's so fascinating and such a, uh, a powerful testament to the, the uh, protecting power of God in the midst of a very troubled time. Yeah, well, we should, we should experience that. Yeah. yeah. So what did you think? Were you surprised when the war broke out? I don't, I don't, I don't remember too much of it, but I think I was too young to be surprised. Yeah. You know, you hear these stories, but at, at my age, we didn't take it too serious yet. Yeah. So, uh, I've read that in this in this book uh, written by your dad, I've read that your family protected Jews yeah. and others uh, in the underground and and basically at great risk to yourselves. Yeah. Uh, and sacrifice because the food was scarce, but your family took in people who were running for their lives. Yeah. And uh, what did you think about that? Uh, did you think about that at all? At that time? Yeah. No, it was, that was taken for granted. We, we had to save these people. Yeah. You know, my, my upbringing is, is a biblical upbringing, so it was always safe, save these people. Yeah. So your, your dad and your mom, they knew they were taking risks and they still went ahead and did that. Yeah. 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 Were there any uh, hard times, you know, was it, was it hard to have your house, you already had a, a pretty large family, and uh, was it hard to have extra people in the house? Well, I think at, at first it's a little, you know, it's just like your family is not, it's not your family anymore. Yeah. But you get so used to it really quickly, yeah. especially when you're young. Yeah. You grew up with that. Yeah. And these people needed protection. Yeah. Well, that's it's so great. That's, that's what we looked at. What What is it that motivates someone to take risks to uh, protect others? Right. Uh, what do you think that where do you, Where does that come from? The conscience. Well, <clears throat> you know, I, as as a Christian, I say it comes from because the, the Bible, Jesus teaches enough about to take yeah. risks. Yeah. That's the only answer I can give you. You know. Yeah. And, and of course, we pitied these people tremendously, but we saw further too, you know, it, it, it was our duty to help people in need, yeah. whatever their need was. 
So love your neighbor as yourself. That was, yeah, that comes to it. Yeah, right. And I do know that uh, I've often wondered for my parents because we had a young family. Yeah. And we were taking that risk. Yeah. Right. And then you have you have different uh, people in hiding. Some people are very good, but other people are like. And there was, there was a Jewish family. They could not keep quiet or keep keep in hiding. They walked out, and then the neighbor said, "Hey, they have visitors. Or who's that?" And we had to be so careful. Yeah. But there were others. You couldn't find any better. Yeah. yeah. But I, I've always looked at it. You know, picture yourself in that in that situation. Now, I may not go outside to people see me. We don't know that. Yeah. You know, you say you to freedom. Right. Right. Yeah. See, so I, I I like to look at it from two sides. I mean, for them. To blame them right away and say, you know, you better you better be careful there or whatever. I can understand it. Yeah. But sometimes I think they, they went overboard, you know, to put my parents in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they didn't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that was the case. So. From reading your dad's story, even you boys were uh, carrying messages and uh, Participating, uh, not quite in the underground, but you were you were helping people that were in the underground. Yeah. Oh yeah. <coughs> well, I've done I've done a lot of messages. Uh, I remember one particular one. I went there and then I had to go to someone else, and we were so trained you didn't say nothing. Yeah. So then a guy told me that so and so and he lived there, and he should have a message that I don't know what anymore. I had just brought him a message. Yeah. But I was not allowed to say it, so I, I pretended I, I had no idea what he was talking about. Right. Yeah. But I just came from the place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it must be very difficult to. Uh, well, you get you get used to it too. Yeah. I think you know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. We knew, and and I've often prayed for it, and I always have looked at it to God provided to because sometimes I thought, boy, if they come to me, what am I going to say? Yeah. And when he came, no problem. Yeah, I could answer all the questions. So God gave you the words to yeah. speak at the time. You didn't have to think about it ahead of time. That's what I honestly believe. Yeah. You know, I had prayed for it. Yeah, and I was worried about it, but He let me through it. Reading in in your dad's book, even uh, food was scarce, and yeah. and the uh, occupying forces were taking away pigs and cows and yeah. chickens and everything and. Uh, so even to, you had your own pigs, yeah. but even to butcher them, uh, you had to be careful because... Uh, well, you had to be quiet, but they yeah. came too to counter me again. Yeah. And then they came once, they counted 12 piglets. I, I just give this figure. Yeah, yeah. And he come back and only 10. Yeah. And he said to me, Dad, well, but what happened is two, two piglets. But I said, no, he had only 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we got away with that. Yeah. But it was, it was something difficult. So just even to butcher one of your pigs or one of your cows and feed the neighbors, you could get in serious trouble. Oh yeah, that. oh yeah, you would go in and yeah. they would pick you up. Yeah. So I know your dad recounts that he was uh, shot at and was running away in the yeah. dark uh, because uh, the house was surrounded by, what do you call it, Landwachters? Landwachters. Were uh, basically Dutch people who were. Uh, Dutch people, traders. they worked with, uh, with the Germans. Yeah. 
That must have been very painful to have your own neighbors turn against you. Not painful. That was the worst. The worst ones you had because they knew you. Yeah. You know, if you had a stranger, you could say something, and they would believe it, maybe, or not believe it. They, they would take it. But your own people wouldn't. They yeah. knew. Okay. So. So that was the worst part of it uh, with, with these traitors. Yeah. To have your own people turn against yeah, you. What a time! But I have often wondered, how come? They both went to the same church, yeah. and they, they traded them. They treated them on my dad. Yeah. You know what what he did. Yeah. I can't understand that. Yeah. Okay. So they the neighbors saw something going on, and they told the Germans yeah. about it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the the depth of uh, depravity that a human being is capable of. But so many people, I found that time too, were not necessarily. To to uh, to tell people that, but they would just go and normally say, "Well, we saw a bunch of a, a group of people by by uh, John Wilson this morning, and, uh, young people. Why did you say that?" Yeah, right. right. See, and no. they didn't do that to hurt you. I think I think they didn't realize it. Yeah. What you were really saying. Yeah, yeah. See, and and those kind of things. I say, I think because we had always people in hiding. We knew that. We, we, we were used to that. Yeah, yeah. So we wouldn't do that. You know, they couldn't get us that way. Sure, because yeah. in, in our situation, we, we knew it. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've often wondered, and that happened more than once, that those, they never may be friends. But without realizing it, they talked about this and their friends were picked up. Okay? Uh, without meaning to, they gave yeah. away secrets that cost somebody their life. Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, your wife. Her own brother um, was shot by by the occupying forces during this time, and yeah. just a young man. And, and I think your wife said that 17 of young men in the city were uh, were killed, yeah. just at random, just yeah. just to punish retaliation yeah, for uh, right. something that took place well, by the underground. We had to listen to them, and we didn't listen. So okay. Yeah. So. Uh, but there's so many of these things, I don't know the details, you yeah. know, I, I, can't, I can't do that. But, uh, yeah. I, I know you've told me before, so when you heard that the Allied forces were coming, and we of course on Remembrance Day were thinking of Canadian soldiers who laid down their lives for others, uh, crossing the ocean to uh, end the scourge of uh, Nazi occupation. Um, when, when you heard that the Canadians were coming, what did you do? I think, uh, I think you told me before that you had a bicycle with no rubber on the yeah. tires. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to tell oh, how that took oh, place? Oh, that's what we, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, we got up roads with, uh, with uh, steel tires, so to speak. A, a bicycle with steel tires? Yeah. No rubber on it? Nope, nothing. And you... But I did go there. You, you headed down to see what these Canadian soldiers looked like? Yeah. 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 And uh, I, I bet that was a happy day for you to see the oh, Canadian yeah. soldiers coming in. But I remember too that we would uh, come out and bring some food. They didn't need it, but you know, the, the thankfulness you couldn't do much with. Yeah. So you wanted to give them something. You wanted to say, okay. show your gratitude. Yeah. 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 Because that, that was something Canadian had come. Canadian had come. <laughs> Man, yeah. unbelievable. And, and how long did it take in your town before the Canadians were well established, you know, before the Nazis were driven out? I don't think it took too long. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I don't think so. At least I don't remember. Yeah. But see, we were a town, we were not a city or anything, yeah. so... 
And then afterwards, your whole family moved uh, to Canada. Yeah. 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 Well, well, we're sure glad that God spared you as a young man and your family and that you were able to come to Canada. You've been such a blessing to me here and, and just to know your family and uh, to know uh, the, your contribution to Canadian society has been really precious to me. Well, that's why so worse because when the Canadians came in, in Canada, man, we, whatever we could find, a, a bike without wheels in it or, or, or even a kind of a, a thing that you had to step on and, and push, yeah. we had to see these Canadians. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> you know, that yeah. was such a, such a tremendous Happy, happy days. Yeah. I don't know how to express myself. Because yeah. yeah. they brought the freedom. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and if you have if you have in, in occupation, then you begin to realize more and more of what freedom means. You know, the average person, I think, don't even think about that. Right. You know, it's normal. You have the freedom. Yeah. But then, if you if you go through that for a number of years, then under the dictatorship, then you know what freedom is. Yeah. Do you, do you think Canadians today uh, fully appreciate what freedom means? Yeah. Well, I, my answer would be they don't realize it. Yeah. You know, I think they do appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. But they don't realize what, what it is when they take your freedom away. Right. That's, that's very hard to believe, I think. Yeah. To, no, not to believe, but to, to understand. Or yeah. To, yeah. I don't know how, how to say I, it. I find it very... Uh, troubling today. We seem to have a lot of our freedom is under attack today. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, yeah. freedom to preach the gospel. And, uh, you know, with the, all the COVID lockdowns and whatever, we've had a lot of uh, restrictions on our freedom in this year. Yeah. And, and we certainly are concerned that uh, we, we don't want to lose the freedoms we have in this country. I'm one of, one of them too, because I see this maybe even better than you, because I've gone, I've, I've lived in dictatorship. Yes. You know, and, and I've always said that we don't know, a lot of people don't realize what freedom is, yeah. what real freedom is. Yeah. You know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Or if you're there, oh, I need a permit for this, I need a permit for that, I have to tell this. If you if you never go through it, I think you don't you don't realize it. No, that's right. You know, yeah, yeah. and I find Canada tremendous a free country. When we came here, it was so hard for us to believe. You know, you could do whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. Nobody stops you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember a friend of ours in Alberta when his dad came from Russia. They wanted to drive up to uh, visit Jasper, and. Uh, his dad said, well, we have to let the police know that we're going there, don't we? And they said, no, in this country you can just drive wherever you want. And that was such a surprise to him. They actually had to call the police and let them know, otherwise he wouldn't go. He was afraid they were going to get in trouble just for driving to Jasper. Yeah. So we, uh, we take a lot of freedoms for granted in this yeah. country. Oh, I, 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 th I think so too. But here you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Nobody stops you. Yeah. yeah, very good. And there's men and women who have given their lives to yeah. protect that freedom and that's what uh, Remembrance Day is all about. We yeah. do remember their sacrifice and we, we want to live in such a way that we honor their sacrifice and that we ourselves are willing to make sacrifices to preserve the freedoms that we but have. When I look around, I often wonder how many people realize it. Yeah. 
And I don't blame them because if you go through it, that's that's totally different. Yeah, no, that's right. You know, then you then you well, then you live it. Yeah. Well, Joe, I want to thank you for sharing your Remembrance Day memories with us, uh, and it's a, a privilege to be here with you and uh, to talk about the things that that we think of on Remembrance Day: personal sacrifice and the freedoms that that represents. You're more than welcome, Lord. I do appreciate you very much. And uh, I find that freedom, I find it with so many people, that they maybe not realize it, but I enjoy it so much. I, yeah. can, I can talk to anybody, I can say anything I want. Yeah. You know, and for me, knowing some different things, I, I, I see this as a special freedom, which I maybe appreciate more and then others that, that, that haven't gone through other things. Right. Yeah. You know, not that they don't appreciate the freedom, I don't mean to say that, but I, I see the difference maybe better. Yeah. You know. some, <clears throat> some people say freedom is the freedom to do anything you want, and some people say it's the freedom to do what's right. So we, we, we have the freedom in this country still to do what's right and to speak the truth yeah. uh, without fear and uh, to make a living and feed our families and uh, we need to defend and protect those freedoms. Well, I think that we have a tremendous freedom in the other countries and I've gone through different, but maybe I see it more, I don't know. But I see it every day, that freedom. And I thank God for it, that we have that freedom. Amen.